Hey, welcome back into another episode of Triple Babble Podcast, where we talk all things in the NFL. We talk a little sports betting, we talk a little fantasy football, uh, talk about a little bit of everything in the NFL. And of course, we give dedicated content to our favorite team, the Dallas Cowboys. I'm joined here by my co-host, uh, TP, as well as El Jefe. Um, my name is Trev. Um, let's get into it, guys. How are you, uh, TP, I'll start with you. How have you been doing uh, this week? What's going on new with you? Uh, it's been a very long week, um, but we're at the weekend now, so all is well. Obviously, the week did not begin as one would have wanted, but beggars can't be choosers in this game of life. I don't even know if I'm considered a beggar. I don't know. I guess God will have to answer that question one day. I, I think I think I think we have authority to determine that. I think I think so. I, I mean, the, the question the question begs, you know, is free will actually free will if your life is already determined? But I, I think this is a sports cast, sports podcast, and not a. It's all it's all simulation. It's all simulation. Oh, you're going with that route. Uh, yeah. Yep. That's it's uh, a simulation. We're playing The Sims, but. <laughs> But enough of that. Enough, enough of that for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna. Tar was a good movie. I'll say. Hopefully, that wins film of the year. Tar was good. Okay. Okay. All right, Hefe, uh, man, how are you doing today? What's going on with you? Oh man, you know what it is. I'm living the dream. I'm tired, but I'm here. I'm active. I'm ready to go. I got my Deer Park water. You know, that's all I drink. Got to get it in. You know what it is. And you know. I'm here. I'm ready to go. And let's let's go ahead. Let's let's recap a little bit of the divisional round real quick. We had the Jags going up to the Chiefs. And man, I was hoping to see Lawrence take out Mahomes, but Mahomes overcame a little ankle injury and ended up winning that game 27 to 20. TP, how'd you feel about that win? Um, I completely forgot that Chad Henney was still playing football. So <laughs> kudos for him having that 90-something yard drive to um keep keep the Chiefs hope alive because Trevor Lawrence at some point or another was going to wake up and he did wake up. Um, unfortunate and obviously I'm sure the Jacks, uh, Jacksonville faithful, the Duval guys, but Jacksonville has a lot of upside, especially if they keep Doug Peterson. If they can keep that core um, together on offense, as long as their defense can find a way to really put it together, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be here to say the AFC South is going to be their division for the giving away. I'm not going to say taking because the, the AFC South is pretty much their division at this point. Given that the Colts are abysmal, the Texans are not even an NFL franchise, and the Titans are nothing without Derrick Henry. So, And I think that Jacksonville has figured out a way to you know, handle that issue. So I'm sorry that Jack's supposed to go out like that, but kudos to Kansas City. Another AFC championship game. What is this? Five and a four or five in a row for these guys. So good for them. Sounds like they've figured out the formula. Andy Reid wins wherever he goes, especially if he has a good quarterback. And good is an understatement, a very large understatement when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. They just keep finding ways to put guys on the field, whether it be offensively or defensively, and put the game together. Uh, put games together, win games, and get to the AFC Championship game. So it's going to be interesting to see what Kansas City does in this instance against you-know-who. But kudos to Kansas City. Yeah, man. Trev, how you feel about that? Um, yeah, I mean, Kansas City. 
That's how I feel. <laughs> Kansas City is Kansas City. Okay, I feel more you, man. More, yeah, more or less. I, I completely understand. There's nothing else that needs to be it said. Was part Kansas of the simulation. Kansas City it's supposed to happen. Hey, you should, you should, you should yeah. Hey, spe- speaking a part of a simulation, man. <laughs> them Eagles gonna attract the wrong completely. <laughs> Completely dominated the Giants, the G-Men, thirty-eight to seven. Trev, how you feel about that domination? You know, I had um, I had people tell me, reach out to me, and say the Giants. You know, this was their year. Um, this is what they were going to do in the playoffs. <laughs> they were going to do damage, and I agreed with them in the first round. We all agree with them. Um, as to what they're going to do. And uh, when they face the Eagles for the third time in the season, you know, the Eagles are just like, all right, <laughs> let's put these boys out there in misery. <laughs> and that's just what they did. Uh, yeah, I, I like that one. Um, it went as expected. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was cool to see that. Uh, the superior team dominating the less uh, superior team for the third time this season, uh, just like the 49ers did to the Seahawks. Uh <laughs> In the first round, so yeah, that was cool to see. That might be a trend for next year, just betting wise. Uh, lo- uh noticing if a team, uh, two divisional rivals make it to the playoffs and they have to play each other, who has won that matchup the other two times, and by what margins? Because whatever the spread is for the team that has won, that might be the way to look. So, uh, the Eagles, you know, in hindsight, that I mean, seven and a half was was easy money, so to speak. So, but uh. <laughs> That's 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 all I got for that one. Um, it was it was good to see that. It was good to see Hurts was healthy because um I expect a good match when he plays uh the 49ers. All right, TP, and how as, you feel about the Eagles? As, as Cowboys fans, I don't know how I don't know how how highly I can speak of this Eagles team, even though I have done it um frequently this season. But the Giants, the real Giants showed up, which was expected. Um Kayvon Thibodeau couldn't really get the Jalen Hurts, unfortunately, nor Dexter Lawrence. Landon Collins really didn't do much. That whole Giants defense were dismantled pretty quickly. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts, the offensive line, Lane Johnson was pancaking guys. What's the um, Mylata? Is a, they're just bullies. Offensive line, the defense, defense front seven. I did hear that C.J. Gardner-Johnson got his car stolen after the game, though. That's really unfortunate. Sorry to hear that, bro. I mean, we also we have to uh, congratulate Saquon Barkley for bouncing back this year. You know, I didn't know how his career was going to be going or how his career was going to go. He was treading in sort of like a very like milk toast career, very up and down. But he definitely took a large step forward this season. You know, we saw the Saquon that we expected to see even during the game. He was really, you know, he was pretty much the last, pretty much the only guy fighting on that team. It felt like. But the Eagles are the Eagles, and the Eagles have been the Eagles all season long. Jalen Hurts, to Travis Point, does look healthy. San Francisco, in my opinion, may be in a little bit of trouble, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Because once Jalen Hurts get in, gets into that groove, especially with A.J. Brown, who I feel is the Amari Cooper to Dak, is Amari Cooper to his Dak, you know, like bring just, you know, Taking that quarterback to the next level, I, th- I think that this Eagles team can go, unfortunately, pretty far. I'm going to let that last statement trail off because I just hate 
singing the praises of the Philadelphia Eagles. But kudos to these guys, man. 38 to 7. Fuck the Giants. <laughs> All right. And uh, let's go ahead. Let's get into the Bengals at the Bills. The Bengals respectfully disrespected the Bills in Buffalo, 27 to 10. How you feel about that disrespectful um, ass kicking they put on uh, the Bills, TP? I expected it because that's what was going to happen before the tragedy with Demar Hamlin. I know the script writers in the NFL, you know, say what you will. We're in a simulation, Trev. <laughs> the Bills were supposed to go to the Super Bowl, but Joe Burrow, no, it's not going down. One, Joe Burrow is just one of those quarterbacks where he's bound to get a piece of jewelry at some point. This may be the year. Eli Apple has got to stop talking crazy online because <laughs> at some point he's going to cash a check that he can't cash. I'm sorry, he's going to try to cash a check, but, you know, it's going to bounce. Whatever that saying is, it's, it's all confusing. I mean, it's a whole bunch of C's. but. Yeah, the Bills, the Bills have a little bit of an issue with Josh Allen. A lot of people don't want to speak on that. But Josh Allen looks similar to another quarterback that we know. When, you know, the big game comes, he looks very mortal. But aside from that, he likes to beat up. He beat, he'll beat up on a bad team for sure. And he will play well in big games. I mean, he's, he's, he's played better than other quarterbacks in big games, I'll say. But... This year, he, you know, he, he looked a little mortal. He looked a little mortal. So that's something to look out for. You know, there was rumors swirling with Stefan Diggs potentially leaving just because his, his um, passioned, um, what's the word I'm looking for, response to how things were not going the Bills way and him talking to Josh Allen, <clears throat> yelling however, however you want to spin it. So we'll see. If Stefan Diggs looks to go somewhere, maybe he'll reunite with well, maybe he'll unite with his brother somewhere down south. Huh, we'll see, because that team needs another receiver. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right. Hey Trev, man, how you feel about Josh getting bounced for the third straight year? Well, I think the problems are a little bigger than Josh Allen. I don't think it's just limited to him. It's, the offense is similarly structured to the way the Cowboys offense is structured, but uh, with less mobility from the quarterback position. You have your wide receiver one. You could say Diggs is further along in his career at this point than CeeDee Lamb, but they just have that one number one receiver target. I mean, there are games where Diggs will have, you know, 12 plus targets, you know, maybe eight, nine catches, that type of thing, 130 yards, something like that, maybe yeah. a couple of touchdowns. And that's all fine and good uh, because you've got a quarterback that's mobile that gets out of the pocket. Now, their running back situation, I think we have a better running back. Dallas does, but uh, situation overall, because, you know, Josh Allen is their running back. But it's, it's that simple. The Bengals have probably one of the better offenses. A few weeks ago, I was talking to a friend, and uh, we were playing Madden. And I, I picked the Bengals a lot when I played Madden. And he was just like, why do you like the Bengals? And I was just like, dude, their offense is so good. Like, they have a, a true running back one. They have a quarterback that's a little bit mobile. Uh, and they have two wide receiver ones and a wide receiver two and a pretty good tight end. Uh, the one that came over from Baltimore and uh, Hayden Hurst. I was like, dude, their team is stacked on offense. And they have like a, I've been saying this a while. The Bengals have a Super Bowl defense. Um, yeah. That's where the difference is. And they're all really cheap right now. Um, Joe Burrow um, is on a rookie deal. Jamar Chase is on a rookie deal. Um, T Higgins is still on his rookie deal. 
and uh, what's his name? The third guy, Tyler Boyd. I don't know if he's on his rookie deal. I don't think so. But um, he's probably, you know, cheaper than what Higgins and Chase are going to demand a free agency. So, and they've got a running back one on a uh, pretty decent deal as well, Joe Mixon. So, um, they handled business, man. They really did. I was on the side of that the Bengals would probably win that matchup if they had concluded that game on Monday Night Football uh, a few weeks back. I really do think they would have won. For this matchup, though, uh, I was anticipating a Bills victory just because the there's so much drama around, you know, what happened that night. And I felt like the NFL um, maybe wanted to give Buffalo all the opportunities to win that game and, you know, advance to the next round. Um, so I, I was looking at that narrative. Um, it seemed to match up, um, you know, but obviously it didn't happen. So, uh, yeah, the Bengals were just a better team. They played better. I thought the Bills would keep it a bit more competitive, but they did not. So here we are. Uh, we've got uh, Mahomes and um, Burrow next round. But overall, I mean, it was uh, – they did their thing. The Bengals did handle business on to the next round. So I don't think Josh Allen – you know, I don't think we could place that much blame on him. I think uh, I think whatever injury he got at whatever point of the season, um, that just seemed to affect him going forward. Um, his play had not just been the That's same since – that's not what the captions say. The captions say he's very similar to another quarterback. So I, I mean, I just don't know. I just I can't yeah, tell him you. And, him, he, and, him, him and him and him and him and Prescott um, have comparable statistics. Um, I'm, just, I'm just talking shit. I know Josh Allen is better than Dak. Yeah, yeah. Josh Allen runs more than Dak for sure. Um, but yeah, he's a better quarterback than Dak. <laughs> yeah, um, I think if Josh Allen played for Dallas and he was messing up like you know he was, I don't know. I thought the conversation might be different, but um, he he did put up some similar stats to that Dak did, so I will I will stand by that. All right, well, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and get into the uh, conference round. Some Sunday football. Kick off at three o'clock with the 49ers traveling to Philly to play the Eagles for the third time in, in four years. The 49ers find themselves in the conference round of the playoffs as they travel to Philly to take on the Eagles. After destroying the Giants last week, the Eagles turned their attention to the 49ers. Hertz got a chance to play this team week two of last season in Philly, where he he would lose to Jimmy G 17 to 11. For all my college fans, this is a long-awaited revenge game for Brock Purdy as these two QBs faced each other and hurts his senior year as he transferred to Oklahoma to play for the uh, for the Zooners. And as Brock tried to rally I- Iowa, they would ultimately end up falling short 42-41. to Hurts and Purdy combined for over 550 yards and eight TDs. TP, could we see the same type of numbers in this one? Roll me in with some NFL stats for this. I do know that the 49ers are able to be pressured and their offense is able to be stifled, as we saw last week against the Dallas Cowboys. They only put up 19 points, and I believe it was pretty much just the one touchdown with four field goals. Personally, in my opinion, at least from what I've seen, the Philadelphia Eagles are a better version defensively than the Dallas Cowboys and offensively. Their front seven is a lot more aggressive, at least with the seven was it 70 sacks they've had this season. So with that being said, we saw that Brock Purdy, he, I mean, he, he doesn't, he didn't necessarily look flustered, but he wasn't able to get off those, those throws that he was really looking forward or looking for last week. Um, there were some tight spots, tight windows. He, 
he he was a game manager. He was a game manager last week, more or less. He was he was basically rendered and brought to position of game manager, as opposed to going out there and being the playmaker that he has been over the past well, those past six wins that they've had. The Eagles, on the other hand, their offensive power has not really stifled whatsoever. And the Cowboys being able to drive down the field, I think the Philadelphia Eagles this week looked at a lot of the film, what the Cowboys did well. I think that they're going to take that and add that into their game plan that they already had going forward. Unfortunately, I do think that the Philadelphia Eagles do beat the San Francisco 49ers here, just based on, I think, what is the difference maker here is the game last week and the film that they're going to have on Brock Purdy and the 49ers offense and how they were able, the Cowboys were able to kind of slow them down. I think that's really going to work to the benefit of the Philadelphia Eagles. Plus the crowd control is going to put Brock Purdy in an environment. I don't think he's been in yet in the NFL. I think it's going to be a very different situation for the San Francisco 49ers. And I think it's, it's just their time to cool off. So I do believe that the Philadelphia Eagles do get to the Super Bowl. We have to look at Nick Sirianni's stupid ass face for another week. <laughs> All right, Trev, man, with the current spread sitting at minus two and a half for the Eagles. Got any bets for us to punch in on this? I think the Eagles win this one. Um, one of my favorite shows right now, Abbott Elementary. Um, they predicted in their <laughs> season two premiere. Um, it was a funny sequence. It's like uh the show was about, you know, um school teachers in Philadelphia, you know, um, just kind of what they go through. It's like the office, but like for um, school teachers in, in Philadelphia, you know, whatever. So if you guys have watched the office or like Parks and Rec or something like that, very similar tone, um, that type of thing. But anyways, the beginning of the season two uh, premiere, which aired, uh, I'd probably say in September, uh, they made a, you know, reference to real things that are happening in Philly. One of the janitors at the school was just like, Eagles got AJ Brown. We going to the Super Bowl. Like he says that, and it's like it's hilarious. I'm like, yeah, they, they'll probably be pretty good this year. <laughs> they were the favorites to win the division at that time, and I was just like, that's really all you need. Young quarterback needs a wide receiver one. Um, they showed promise at the end of their uh, previous season. Yeah, that's all they need. A true wide, and that's what AJ Brown is. So um, you combine that with uh, everything the Eagles have done on the offensive line, and just. Uh, you know, their run game and everything. I was like, man, this team is going to be tough. Like, I, I knew they were going to be tough. Like, if you go back to probably like our first episodes, like, yo, the Eagles have a good offensive line. We're going to do a lot with that. But, um, yeah, I think the Eagles advance here, make it to the Super Bowl. Um, I think we'll start to see, like, a Brock Purdy game where he starts turning the ball over, maybe. Just like uh, – kind of like how uh, – what's his name did when he faced the Eagles? Uh, uh, Cooper Rush, like Cooper Rush did. It's like uh, coming into Philly, you know, you played good in relief of, uh, you know, the starter or whatever. And then um, and all of a sudden you got to, you know, you stink it up. So I wouldn't be surprised if Purdy threw his uh, through interception this game. Um, there's also talks about Jimmy G being possibly ready if need be, um, if they advanced or if uh, for the was for the championship game. But, um, you know, it is what it is. Worse with Jimmy G. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just think having him available um, would have been one of those things. But I don't know. I think the stage might get a little too big for him. And uh, we definitely see a turnover from Brock Purdy is what I think. For sure. I agree. Um, I, agree. I, I, I like the Eagles to advance. Uh, all right. Well. And I like I like, I like I like Hurts uh, rushing touchdown prop. 
I like that too. All right. Well, enough of, enough of those garbage Eagles. They get no more airtime. <laughs> Let's get into some Sunday night football, fellas. Where we got the Bengals at the Chiefs. The rematch of last year's AFC conference round gets underway as the Bengals travel to Kansas City. Mahomes enters this matchup a little banged up after having to briefly exit last week's contest with the Jags. This will be the fourth meeting between these these two, uh, Burrow and Mahomes, in the last two seasons. In the in the previous three matchups, we've seen the Bengals come out victorious. Can they get a clean sweep and go four and zero? Burrow is undefeated 5-0 straight up in regular playoff games, only losing last year's Super Bowl contest, while Mahomes is 8-2 straight up in the playoffs, not including the Super Bowls, with both losses coming in the conference round, where Mahomes is 2-2 straight up. TP, roll me in with some more stats on this one. To trash point, this, this Cincinnati defense is really solid. They're only giving up 13.5 points a game. That being said, with the pressure that Joey Burrow puts on other teams, now obviously Patrick Mahomes will respond positively to pressure. He he hasn't faltered. However, him having to walk up against the mighty Bengals offense, I mean, it's, it's going to be a tit for tat game. I feel like it's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of points scored here. I I, I want to go with my pick in the preseason. I want to go with the Bengals here. I think they just have enough. They're, they they got hot at the right time. Kansas City Chiefs, they're, you know, they're a solid team. We know what the Chiefs are. We know what Andy Reid brings to the table, but, you know, it, it, it's his time. He's, he's kind of reduced to the Philadelphia Andy Reid. He doesn't, you know, he'll, he'll get to the he'll get to the conference championship game, and he did get the Super Bowl in Kansas City once. But I think, I think the formula's out on how to beat this team. And Patrick Mahomes is coming off that sprained ankle. I mean, they're saying it's not that bad because obviously he came in finish the game, but I think I think Cincinnati's gonna put a lot of pressure on that and on him and they're gonna try to force him to move around. It's just it's it's gonna it's gonna stress that team out. They're not gonna they're not gonna have enough to take out this Cincinnati offense, to be honest, in my opinion. They're not gonna be able to keep up with it rather is what I mean. All right, all right. Well Trev with the current spread sitting at minus one and a half for Kansas City. You got any bets for us to punch in? I wish it was Kansas City plus one and a half. I wish that was the option but it's not. I still like Kansas City, though. There's a lot of money on the Bengals, and people are just like, you know, Joe Burrow's the new top guy. You know, people are starting to believe that narrative. Patrick Mahomes is the greatest player, the best player in the NFL. Even with an injured foot, they will cover this game. They will advance to the Super Bowl, and it will be the Andy Reid Bowl. That's what I predict. Um, Andy Reedbowl just because of the history with uh, the Eagles. Um, yeah, that, that, that's what I think. So um, I think this will definitely be the Reed Bowl. Um, they will find a way. Um, I wish that, um, yeah, like I said, I just wish the spread was uh, favoring the Bengals um, so I could hammer the Chiefs because I do think the Chiefs will figure it out. But uh, I do think that it's going to be competitive i'll say that i think it'll be competitive very close so yeah i like the chiefs all right all right well i don't know i'm i'm kind of deciding with tp there i, I think joe burrow gets a clean sweep on them on them uh chiefs but and that's exactly why i'm not doing it because everyone thinks this shit's gonna be easy 
I don't. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I just. I yeah. Just, no one said it's going to be easy. I just yeah. don't see him. I just don't see Mahomes getting out of this. Well, well, the reason I said easy is because uh, you know they're dogs. All you need to do is have them to win. You know. Mm. Most Fair. of the money's on Cincinnati. That's that's why I said um, make it look easy. But yeah, um, in situations where it's like, oh, they haven't lost yet, and it's the playoffs, like chips on the line. I mean, who has Mahomes lost to in the playoffs? Tom Brady. All the times he's lost, Tom Brady. You said Mahomes? Yeah, Mahomes. Hey, there's Joey Burrow last year. I'm sorry. That would be the third one. Yeah. In that round. But um, yeah, they did lose to that. I, I would say, um, I'm so sorry. I forget that. You did literally just say that, Jeff. Um, and that game, the way that game went, it was like they were up, they got up big, and then they just kind of, like, started playing around. Like, they did some real cutesy shit, like Tyreek Hill did, and, like, you know, just uh, just with the play calling and everything, they were overconfident. Like, oh, we're going to win this shit. They're not coming back. I don't think they take that same approach, um, even with Mahomes injured. And, um, yeah, so I, I like right. Kansas City still. All right. Well, you can join Triple Babble back in a few weeks as we get into the Super Bowl. (laughs) Until then, follow at Basketball Babble and at Triple Babble on IG for all updates. Hope everybody enjoys the conference round, and I'll see y'all for the Super Bowl show. Yes, sir. El Jefe is out. I don't know, man. This is this is gonna be a stressful weekend, and the Cowboys aren't even playing. Because I just I'm just I'm just thinking of all the Philly fans that are gonna come out of the woodworks. Oh yeah, they really will come out the uh, the woodworks, man. They're yeah, they're slowly, they're slowly, they're slowly chatting. Yeah. Slowly chatting, but um, yeah, guys, TP's out. If you get a chance, ah, never mind. I'll save it till next time. All right. Uh, so that's this week's episode of Triple Babble. Uh, like Hefe said. We are going to be taking a break during the Pro Bowl week. Um, it's the Pro Bowl. Not much to cover there. It's going to be a big black football game is what I hear. But uh, we will be returning to discuss the recap from championship weekend as we go into uh, the Super Bowl. So look out for the next episode um, coming out to discuss that. Until then, uh, check us out and give us a rating on Apple and Spotify. And check out our latest basketball show, Basketball Babble, where we just discuss everything that's going on currently in the association. So until then, um, this is Trev and uh, signing out for Triple Babble.